Hello and welcome back to Parity at NRS, the retail podcast. I'm joined by the CEO of Amperity, Barry Padgett. Thank you so much for giving up the time to uh, to talk to us. There was a group of people that needed to usher out of the way, so I can imagine it's been non-stop for you. It's been fantastic. Uh, I can't wait to go home and sleep for three days. Uh, I can't up for four, it feels like. Same for you, though, I'm sure. Well, yeah, well we started with retail safaris on uh, Saturday and Friday. So we ran, anyway, we were at CES last week in Vegas. Oh my goodness. In RF this week. And so it's show season for sure. So listen, I think for those who don't know Emperity, if you don't mind just giving us a, a, a snapshot to your journey to NRF. Yep. And then my first question would be like, what's been the one thing that retailers come to ask? Yeah. You know, I know off camera, we were talking about retail. You've actually been blown away by the number of retailers. Yeah. Um, which tells us they're still trying to solve the problem. But anyway, yeah. Tell, tell me, how, what's Amperity? How did you get here? And what's Hall? Sure. Uh, so we are in the data unification business. And the easiest way to describe it, I would say, is, you know, whether you have a project that's a marketing project in e-com, uh, way to sale, loyalty, AI, usually you can trace back whether those projects are successful or not down to the quality of your customer data and your ability to actually unify that customer data and feed it into those systems. So the easiest way to, to maybe describe it is I think over the last several years, most people have thought about that problem as a vitamin. Hey, it would be nice to kind of turbocharge our marketing tools or turbocharge our paid media initiatives or, or maybe feed our AI projects. I'd say that the pendulum has shifted a little bit to be less vitamins and more medicine, given that a lot of those projects are broken now. Uh, and so there's a lot of things between security and compliance, cookies, AI that's driving retailers to get, embrace their first party data, that data organized so they can go and serve it. I, I think having worked in technology, I think people take for granted the fact that you need your data to be in some shape or form yeah. before you can get the outcome. Yeah. Is that right? Am I right? No. Or is that right? <laughs> no, I think you're, you're spot on. I think the difference maybe that we're experiencing right now is most folks had a fairly siloed view of like, I'm going to get my marketing data organized in my marketing. Yeah. I'm going to get my loyalty data organized in my loyalty platform. I think the, the overriding demand now, both for us as consumers, as well as for the systems we're deploying, is there has to be interoperability. There has to be compatibility between those data sets. And that's, I think, where we're seeing everyone skate to now is to unify this data, feed and hydrate all my systems with one single view of the customer. Whether it's because of, again, control or compliance, GDPR in Europe, CCPA out for you, yeah. or because I'm trying to train a large language model for AI projects, I have to get the data right, given that those AI projects really amplify whether you have good quality data or you don't. Yeah. So I'm a retailer. I've invested heavily in trying to solve this problem. <laughs> and it's, it's gone horribly. Where do I start? Do you, yeah. Because what I often see is this sort of pull and push from imagine finance, from marketing, merchandising. Yeah. And it feels like technology is trying to solve. Yeah. Right. The tech guy. Yeah. They don't really understand. Merchandisers' data needs are different. That's right. From the ERP system. That's right. Curious. How do you help? Yeah. Solving. Well, it's, it's very similar to what we've been thinking about the CRM category. You know, 20 years ago, it was cool to build your own CRM. Uh, that would be a tough. Where is the box? Yeah, you can't tell it. So it would be hard to pitch a, a build-it-yourself CRM product company. 
And I feel like this customer data, uh, the customer data category is also fairly new in the sense that most retailers have been trying to build this unified view for a long, long time, using lots of tools, ETL and Hadoop, data lakes. And so I, I feel like the overwhelming uh, uh, sentiment now is that there's a, there's a data supply chain out and that we can't get that data supply chain uh, unified and built. And so a lot of companies are now looking to off-the-shelf providers like Imperity who come in. We have a great sort of set of models that are all machine learning and AI-based, and it takes pressure off of the retailer to those teams and building a foundation. So they can use that foundation to go do all the cool things they want to do, like build propensity models, density churn, customer lifetime value, feed all their downstream tools, serve their internal customers. And so I feel like no shame on uh, companies trying to build this themselves. We're just now reaching the wave where there's actually tooling out there to go help. Whether you want to do that directly with a company like Amparity yeah. or use Amparity tech within a lake house architecture like Databricks or Snowflake, these are the kinds of things that are, are now available to tech teams, retailers for the very first time. Is there final two questions? Yeah. Is there something that surprised you as an outcome from one of your customers that has sort of gone on the journey with yeah, and then they're like, yeah, and then the second one. I'd love your vision of the future. Where do you think with AI and everything? Where do you think we're going? Yeah. So on the first question, say a surprise for me. Uh, Brooks Running uh, was here at the show somewhere. They're a great customer of Amparity. They're based in Seattle. We happen to be based in Seattle too. We have a lot of great Seattle brands. Awards from T-Mobile. But Brooks Running, one of the other things I love most about that story was they did the data unification project. Uh, they had sort of retention program for existing customers, new acquisition, feeding all their downstream tools. But my favorite snippet was we got a blurb back from Melanie Allen, who's the CMO there. And I want to share this with you, which is a quote from our customer service reps. So people that are calling support for some reason, a return, a refund. And the customer service quote was, with, with what's going on with our data now, I'm able to close pieces before the customer can fully explain what their problem is. And, and the reason is when someone's calling customer service, now the customer service rep's like, oh, Alex is calling, and it looks like he bought two things. He returned one on Monday. Wednesday, he's probably calling to see where the refund is. Yeah. So when you call, it's like, yeah, thanks for being a customer. It looks like you bought two pairs of shoes. You returned one. Do you have a question on size? Are you asking about the refund? And you're like, yeah, that's why I'm calling. Okay. And so unintended, you know, unintended to get that customer service quote. But the fact that you can drive internal employee experiences, given that our employees want to serve the customer. They desperately want to make a great customer impression and giving them the data and the tools to go do that is fantastic. So, totally. And then your second question in terms of where we're going, I think what you're going to find, at least from our perspective in the customer data space, is you're going to find most companies have really nicely tuned large language model that's bespoke to their customer. Their customer tooling, ecosystem of tech that they use, their semantics and preferences, and you'll find that you'll be able to plug in all these off-the-shelf AI tools yeah. into your large language model and really drive personalization. I know it's been a, uh, a goal for so long, personalization at scale. But listen, like putting someone's correct first name in an outbound email is not personalization. Uh, understanding that you're the head of a household and you buy for your kids and you may pay for a spouse and you buy for yourself and really understanding what that sentiment is and your yeah. goal and purpose for the next engagement is, that's where AI is going to be great. It takes a large language model tuned to your customer data, and you have to have that customer data built and that foundation unified before you can trade it. 
it was actually one of the talks. Once someone signs up to your loyalty program and makes themselves digitally pressed for you, they want more. That's right. I've, I've already agreed all the GDPR things. Give me more. Anyway, I carry on talking about Thank you so much for giving me your time. I know it's you are. And I look forward to seeing you guys grow. How are you internationally? Like, are you office of US based only? Offices in Melbourne, Australia, and we serve uh, the ANZ and Asia Pac region from there. Offices in London. Yeah, that serves uh, Europe for us. Okay, fantastic. Yeah. Well, yeah, so thanks, Alex.